Welcome to Sneed's Feed and Seed. I'm Captain Dirk. <laughs> <And> I'm Steph. <laughs> and this is Super Arrogant Bros. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was like the best one I could think of. <laughs> Welcome to Super Arrogant Bros, recorded on January 31st, 2020. It is good to be back 2020? here. 2020? Sorry, 2021. God, we go back in time? Yeah, it is good to be back here after taking a week off. Yeah. And a lot has happened. Holy shit. It all started off with you giving me the, the attention of of this new Fallout mod. Fucking right? Fallout New Vegas is finally getting some new content from the players, and it's a shit show. Oh, is it a shit oh, show? Oh, 100%. We, 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 so... A little bit of a synopsis here. I'm going to give a little bit of a background so that way we don't get too far, uh, so that way we don't spend too much time trying to talk about the background about okay. what we're going to be talking about here. Yep. So the mod that we are that we are basically kind of bashing, uh, and I, I, will, I will say this, it is, yeah, bashing this mod is the new black. Let's just put it at that. We've got screenshots. We have screenshots. Everyone has screenshots. You may have heard about this. It is called Fallout... New Vegas, New Frontiers, I think. It's either New Fr- it's it's Frontiers. Let's just put it at that. Yeah, yeah. And this mod has been in development for about seven years now, and it's 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 been it's been saying that it's being super super ambitious. There's going to be a good amount of uh, content that you can go through, fully fully voice acted. You know, quests, you can join the NCR, the Legion. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, I don't remember. There, there's apparently a third faction that you can join, but it's just... God. God. All right. Now, before <laughs> we before we roll along with the show here, just a couple quick things. We are recording uh, live on twitch.tv slash Bros every week. Sunday at uh, 9 o'clock p.m. Central. So, be there, join us, come hang out. We've actually got Maddox in the uh, the Twitch chat right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got one more viewer in the Twitch right now. I'm not sure who that is, but either way, thank you for coming in. Thank you, friends. And if you like what we do and you want to support us, we have patreon.com slash arrogantmedia, and you can join what we refer to lovingly as the arrogant media military complex. <laughs> Do you want to be an orc war chief? You can grab that title through Patreon. Mm-hmm. Granted, this is just a way of, uh, of having a tip jar and it's not going to get you extra content, but it does help us out with the show. It allows us to pay for the hosting, the do- domain name registration. Uh, the hosting is, you know, it's kind of a pain in the ass to keep up here, but also the podcast hosting. Mm-hmm. I got to pay that too. Yeah. So, uh, Cowboys Propaganda, hello. Thank you for coming into the chat as well. But uh, if you want to be part of the Goblin Army or uh, you know the, the Orc Army in general, maybe you don't want to become an Orc War Chief, that's okay. But the Orc War Chiefs, though, get to use this as a platform. If you have a message for us that you want us to read, if you have a video, if you have something that you think needs and deserves attention, a special project, a band that you're playing with, 
whatever it is, within good reason, let us know, and we'll give you a voice here. Give it, uh, keep it TOS, ladies and gentlemen. God, That's please. All we ask. <laughs> yes, keep it TOS. With that, then, let's go ahead and get into the games of the week. Games of the week. In preparation of the new of the new Resident Evil game, I have uh, been finally for the first time playing Resident Evil Seven. Mm. It's uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I've I've always heard good things about Resident Evil Seven. I never picked it up because I never got into the Resident Evil series as a whole. It was just something that I've always been told is like a really good thing that I should get into at some point. But at the same time, it's like it's not in the genre of games that I'm used to or the games that I, you know, really want to pick up. Yeah, and I love the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake. What those games and what Resident Evil 7 does very well is make it so that you feel completely powerless against something that is that is constantly chasing you. And and having Jake finding me and taunting me the entire time <laughs> it's spooky as shit dude and in the environment the aesthetics of everything in this house that i'm wandering through it's incredible it feels dirty it's dusty it's gross you, you see the intestines when you open the refrigerator door and um I, I can't really praise what i'm seeing enough from this and what turned me away from the game at first though was was uh having your hand cut off and then stapling it back together but this is under the umbrella corp so you've got uh you've got bioweapons and you've got um biowarfare shit that is being produced by this company and it is in the house vampire people well that's coming up next though uh that's the, okay that's the thing let's talk about this real quick here resident <laughs> evil 8 village um, <laughs> um the overwatch craze was 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 great having like pornhub f- f- like filled with so much of all the different characters of, of Overwatch, now it is Resident Evil's turn, and we have the the big mommy vampire that is here to kill you. But everyone else is like, I don't care. Look at those milkers. Fucking step on me. It's just <laughs> step, the, just the, step the, on the, me, eight foot tall mommy. The greatest fucking thing I had ever seen in my life <laughs> from that game has to be when she busts through the door and says, like, I've been looking for you. And it cuts back to the fucking guy doing the poggers face. He's just like, oh. oh. <laughs> well, did you play through the demo? I didn't. I Again, I'm not a big fan when it comes down to like Resident okay. Evil stuff. But I did see everything when it came down to Resident Evil. Yeah. There was a guy from uh there there was a guy there was a guy on YouTube that was saying like the exact moment I get my hands on modding software. I'm going to make a weapon that is called the Ass Slapper. And if you want to grab the attention of any of those vampire daughters, just walk up behind them and just like, I like the cut of your ass, G. Slap. And that is how you will stun them. And then you will just be able to run away. Oh, God. It's just, there is now more artwork and porn of this demo than I have ever seen. And the game's not even out yet. The game's not even out yet. It is just a trailer and a demo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it. All right. And and what do you have for games of the week? Uh, So 
usually I am here by at least 6, 6.30 in order to get prepped for, you know, playing, uh, like, you, you, you know, playing around with the yeah. boys down here. Like, we watch videos and all that sort of stuff. We get set up for what our topics are going to be. But this week was a little bit different, mainly because we already got a topic we, we were dead set on the exact moment I started posting threads. We didn't even have to think about it. We didn't even have to think about it. The exact moment I saw this, it's like, no, this is my life for about a week. I'm going to research everything I can about this and retain enough information to where I can form cohesive sentences about this. But the game I've been playing, again, you, those of you that are longtime listeners or first, or hell, you've just been going back through our podcast episodes, which, hey, you're pretty cool for doing that, by the way. Um, you may have heard me talking about something called Blackthorn Arena. Blackthorn Arena is a game where you are taking control. You, you are taking control of a gladiatorial arena, and your your end goal is to make sure that you become the most renowned gladiatorial arena out there. Uh, you do this by recruiting. And those of you that are watching the live stream right now will see me use air quotes for that. You're basically buying slaves to fight for you to get more money to buy more equipment for your slaves so that way you can get... It's just... You, you just keep going. And right now, I'm having... A, I mean, I'm having a lot of fun with it. There's two different DLCs that the devs have, the devs themselves have said, if you want to buy these DLCs, you're helping us out a lot. That's extra money in our pocket. That's extra money for development. You do you. Most of the stuff that's in these DLCs are for free for, you know, owners of the game. But it gives you some extra armor, gives you some extra weapons to mess around with. And all in all, you're just buying this DLC so that way you can have your fucking fun with it. But I like the game simply for the fact that it's it's a management game. It basically makes it to where I don't have to focus on this game Every so often, I just have to focus on how I'm building my characters. Yep. And you build them up, you like, you have yourself a plan for your gladiator. That gladiator will do what they're meant to do, whether that be shooting people really good, stabbing, stabbing people really good, or hitting people with their shields really good. And you just hope that, you know, they're good at doing that. Yeah. And generally, they are. Right now, uh, I've been called a degenerate by people that will be, <laughs> you know, nameless right now for having an all-elven team, which is bow and arrows, spears, just general elven stuff, mainly because, you know, I want, I, I, I just want to do it, mainly because the game keeps telling me, hey, remember how you really want orcs? And how they're really good at taking damage and dealing damage. No. Elves. Elves and humans. Those are the only two you get. Oh, can I have dwarves? Like, you know, the best race for tanks? Uh-uh. Are the elves at least good for something? Yeah, they're really good at, you know, not getting hit. But it's just... You know, when they when they do get hit... Like a sack of bricks, except this time it's just a bundle of sticks falling to the floor, and then you just get to keep hitting them until they finally <laughs> stop being sticks and just be little twigs across the field. Yeah. But I recommend it if you just want to have like a fun little time with it. You're supporting a smaller development company, and more importantly, you're getting a little bit more uh, recognition for these guys. And I mean, what they're doing is really good. 
I like it. Game's frustrating at times, but hey, like what good game isn't at times? Yeah. It just makes me want to get better at managing my gladiatorial teams. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys Propaganda says, yeah, something I love about Resident Evil 7 is the fact that they can that they uh, change perspective. Ethan is just this random guy going through this messy time. It's refreshing to go from knowing so much about Umbrella to knowing close to nothing in a whole new experience. It's almost as nice, uh, sorry, it's almost a nice introductory game to the series. That's the thing. You don't even have to play the other games to get involved in Resident Evil 7. Ooh, all right. Exactly. That's pretty legit. Also, after the disaster that was Resident Evil 6, uh, I think uh, Resident Evil 7 was uh, pretty welcomed here. Now, with that, let's go ahead. The president's a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) With that, let's go ahead and get into the uh, gaming news. Gaming news. Black Lotus destroys previous sales record with $500,000 auction. Black Lotus is uh, an an extremely rare card in Magic the Gathering. Is it the most rare? It is, in fact, the most rare. It comes from the first set ever created for Magic the Gathering. It was a mythic rare, I think. Basically, even when the game first came out, trying to get this card is really hard to do, especially since it is really good. Yeah. Especially when you get oh, when when you're getting mana. Like it's just it's an amazing card. It's the first amazing card ever to come out of Magic the Gathering. And goddamn, if you find it in your collection, you frame it. You get a you 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 get someone to uh make sure that the card is actually is actually in uh sellable in, in sellable quality. Yep. Uh, from the TechRaptor.net article, the Black Lotus was already one of the most expensive cards in Magic the Gathering history, but it just smashed its previous sales record of over $160,000 by selling for over half a million dollars on eBay. Black Lotus, but for millionaires. The Black Lotus is one of the oldest cards in Magic, first printed in August 1993 when the game was first launched. Compared to the modern cards, the cards featured in the set commonly referred to as Alpha were considerably more powerful, allowing players to pull some crazy moves on their first few turns of the game. Black Lotus was powerful even by the standards of cards at the time, giving players access to three mana for free, enabling four mana cards on turn one. One. Mm-hmm. So, um, God, I can't imagine spending that much for for a card. Well, but but this guy, whoever did it, whoever did it, has enough money to blow and feels that passionate about Magic: The Gathering. And I've got uh, eBay pulled up here. I'm not really seeing. Oh, here we go. Sponsored items. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Look at that beauty. From eBay.com, 1993, Magic the Gathering, Alpha Black Lotus. That, uh, and the shipping is $250. Well, it better be fucking that, because goddamn, I mean, son. You're, you're shipping a piece of cardboard, and you have no idea what kind of uh, state it's going to be in once it reaches point B, so it, you better keep that shit pristine. Yeah. So... It's it's good for what it's supposed to be doing. If you're if you're if you're kind of looking at if if you want to pull it up a little bit, 
like the actual image real fast. Yeah, yeah. If you if you if you start reading it real quick, it's what add three mana of any type, right? Yeah, any single color. Yep, and it's it's remarkable because what is that? It's signed or something like that. I. Oh yeah, I, I don't know if signed, that's signed, but it's it's in from what I'm seeing right now, pristine condition, and it's just like this is this is a fucking card collector's wet dream. This is holographic Charizard when it first came out. You Imagine, have this in your fucking collection. You are considered the alpha male. Yep. Um, your house is paid for. Yeah. Uh, student loans. Don't worry about it. Imagine being the guy though that signs every card with their name. To show that this is my property, Jason is written on every fucking card. Then all of a sudden, you've got a black lotus that becomes one of the highest sought after cards, and you can't really sell it for worth a shit because you got the name Jason scribbled on the fucking card as a kid. Oof, oof, uh, that would be bad. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's if you ever see anything like that, if 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 you ever see that glorious and majestic uh finish going on right now the whole brownish kind of finish going on just get on ebay double check it see if it's worth anything and then hey you might come out with 200 300 depending on how good the card is and how pristine the condition is yep what some people like to do for the meme is uh get a get a black lotus card and uh tear it in the shop yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. You've, you you've heard of that, that, haven't you? I think so. Yeah, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. That's just a waste. Like, yeah. I, I understand like wanting to piss people off and troll them. I get it. I'm one of those people, but like, I no, 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 no. So, uh, yeah. So the uh, the troll way of making sure that it's actually real is, uh, you know, if you tear the card up and you see that there's blue. Inside of the card, that means it's legit, and now you have a worthless card. <laughs> yep. yep. Oopsies. All right, then, with that, let's go ahead and get into the topic of the week. Oh, I've got the screenshots ready. Topic of the week. Oh, baby. Stev, do you want to get us rolling with this one? What you are seeing here... Well, I don't have it pulled up yet. Okay. What you are about to see is something that is uh, something I uh, I don't know how to describe it. You ever see bad writing in a video game and think to yourself, well, I could do better. You ever got tired of the, the overuse, the over-reliance of memes in video games like uh, Borderlands 2 and how... Gearbox like came out and said, "Sorry, sorry for all the memes. We won't do it so much this time." Even though it was Gearbox Australia that made the game and yeah. and uh, said sorry for it. Either way, uh, how do I introduce this? I'll just um, you, you, you just like a like a band aid. Just go for it. All right, rip. And I I don't know what exactly I'm looking at in the rest of the screen. But, uh, so it, for the agility check, it says, I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. That's a rap reference. Uh, eh, any, but any holes a goal. Am I right? Oh God. And the last one. Oh no. Fuck that. I'm getting the fuck out of here, but not before I make sure nobody else ever has. 
I don't. This, ladies and gentlemen, is written by people, real people. Yes. That, uh, I don't know what to really say about this. They spent seven years working on a mod for Fallout New Vegas, and everything seems to be crashing down on them at this point. Yeah. So What's the next screenshot here? Um, This is, (laughs) saw it on V, it was you who made a thread. Uh, So there's there's a huge reference to Sneed. Um, Apparently, a Simpsons reference made it in, into this game. Now, you were curious what, what Sneed was, yeah. Stev. So I'm going to actually show you real quick here. Uh, let me just go ahead and make sure everything is at a decent volume, but... Sneed's well, Feed and well. Seed, formerly Chuck. the city slicker pulling up in his fancy German car. This car was made in Guatemala. Well, pardon us, Mr. Gucci Loafers. I bought these shoes from a hobo. Well, la di da, Mr. Park Avenue Manicure. I'm sorry, I believe in good grooming. <laughs> Teh, you're not gonna grow nothing on the old Simpson place. That's why your daddy abandoned it. Oh, what do you know? Well, I know your soil pH is up around 9.6, and you need a 7 to 8 max. Oh, that's just superstition. You watch me. I'll grow something out there. Not if you're planting gummy bears. People have their preference over what Simpsons uh, seasons were the best ones. And I I totally understand those preferences, though. Yeah. But the episode that that came from, that was fucking great. It was where Homer, uh, I think think he inherits a farm or he, he gets a farm somehow. Yeah. And he decides to grow, uh, he grows tobacco. It's it's tomatoes and tobacco fused together, <laughs> and it creates an addiction. But anyways, so uh, Sneed's feed and seed is referred to in this mod. And so when you see people talking about this mod and re- referring to Sneed, that's what it's talking about uh, because it was used in this game. So uh, what else do we have here? From the screenshots, I'm gonna pull up the next one, and uh, ooh, fuck! Now then, I'm gonna start describing this. This yes. is where most of the co- well, this is the beginning of the controversy. So, in order to try and drum up more people into talking about this game, the geniuses of the uh, Frontier Dev com- uh, Development uh, f- Discord. Uh, decided that they wanted to start trying to drum up a little bit of, uh, you know, talk on the V-boards, well, on the V-board for 4chan, or 4channel as it's known now. Um, V didn't really like the mod. They've seen what it's about. And they, and, uh, they didn't really appreciate people trying to come in here and cause a shit, uh, cause a shitstorm. V can do that on their own. Just fine. I can shit my pants all by myself. <laughs> I can shit my pants all by myself. <laughs> but here's the here's the here's the rule of thumb that you always have when it comes down to V. Don't poke the hornet's nest because the hornet's nest will always find a way to hurt you in the long run. Enter Zoo the Skunk. Zoo the Skunk is the main. He he's the main artist. Yes. When it comes down to this stuff, he made a good amount of the assets. 
he 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 put some of his own little stuff on there and uh, the and what you're probably seeing here is that he is he is in fact a furry. He is per he is posting on what? Fursona right now? Yeah. Yeah. So and uh basically what it is in this little screenshot, people started realizing that Zoo is uh Zoo's a little fucking weird. He was complaining on for, on uh, Fursona.net, apparently a forum, I think. I'm like literally I, I thought that Fursona was just a term, but I guess it's a website now. Um talking about how he couldn't make not for safe work art with minors in it. With minors. With yeah. an O. Yeah. You know how it's like people will will say, you know what, fuck Facebook, I'm moving to Parler, or fuck Twitter, I'm moving to Gab for their freedom of speech, and and it it's infested with with dipshits, yeah, like like conspiracy dipshits, um, maybe some people that have like neo Nazi thoughts. Um, <laughs> thoughts that he says thoughts this is this is what we're, this is like what we're seeing but with pedophilia and <laughs> Pepe Le Pedo and is, he, here here is where the con- well here's where the controversy really starts and I don't think I actually showed you the screenshots of what exactly is going on in the game there are there, there, there are parts where he puts in his own little persona as like a little emblem on a Securitron. Securitrons in the Fallout universe are basically uniwield robots yeah. with rocket launchers, laser guns. Um, basically, don't touch them if you ever piss them off. Let's just put it at that. I have too many bad experiences with Securitrons. Don't force your way into fucking New Vegas. <laughs> don't force your way into the <laughs> yeah. Strip. Um, but as you're seeing right now, he's a furry. He draws a lot of fur, uh, furry art. He sexual furry art. And don't get us wrong. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a furry, it's, it's, and there's nothing wrong with being uh, like a, a, a furry artist either. No. It's, but it's the fact that he starts doing it with minors. It's the fact that he makes artwork with minors. We're not gonna put it up on Twitch because TOS. But well, fuck me. From what I've been hearing, it's creepy as shit. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't have any of his actual artwork on file either. Yeah. So, but here's here's the big reason why it started turning into this. There are there are accusations that the dev team knew about his pedophilia, and they tried to cover it up. There are accusations. That, that is happening. I don't know if it's true. It could be. It couldn't be. But right now, they have a lot of shit going for them. Yeah. Because it's not just like with the controversies coming from that. Like from them not li- not wanting to put Encl- the Enclave in as a playable faction because only Trump supporters like playing as the Enclave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. Um, they're saying a, a lot of the stuff that doesn't make sense in the mod, they're saying, oh, it was supposed to be a part of like the wild wasteland perk, wild wasteland perk in new Vegas basically means that there's a lot more kooky, crazy bullshit that happens in the wasteland, which means that in a normal game without you picking the wild wasteland perk, you won't run into that sort of stuff. 
they tagged this mod as a lore-friendly mod. But as Papa Dirk here was uh, looking at, he was looking at one of the videos describing what exactly is going on in this mod, it is not lore-friendly because there are snake people in this game. The snake people speak with the lisp. They also know that people want to fuck them. And people do, apparently. Yeah. There are people in the Fallout universe, I guess, in their own little world that want to fuck snake people. Yep. This so, is weird. <laughs> here, here's here's uh, something I'm going to mention about this, this whole controversy. This fucks over... This fucks over the furry community. So, like... People like to have fun talking about the the furry community. Yeah, but the reality is that a lot of them are are just normal people that have this either hobby or kink to them, but they also just want to live as normal people in the first place. Yeah, and and then want to be they want to be left alone too. Yeah, uh, but when they're in the furry conventions, you know, it, it's just a, a giant party for them to to hang out in. And to meet other people, but st- like what Zoo the Skunk is doing is um, is really fucking over the furry community by giving them a a bad example mm-hmm. of of what those people are like. Because normies normies have no idea what furries are, and and, and normies don't know what they do, what they're into, like why they're into the whole fursona thing. And so you you need as much positive reputation for you your community as possible. Zoo is fucking them over seriously hard. Yeah. So here is here's here here's where the actual controversy comes into they've been they say that they've been working on this for 7 years. They don't have playable enclave factions which already pissed off honestly a fairly good part of the fallout community because they know for a fact that you know they're not racist they're just they really don't like the impure people as in people with mutations (laughs) basically no ghouls allowed no ghouls allowed same as the brotherhood of steel which is the other playable faction now that i started thinking about it why did i forget about the brotherhood of steel whatever it's okay don't worry about them but they also kept roping in people who liked them because they called them edge lords. This was in their Discord chat. Like any they from what I remember, they basically called anyone who liked the Enclave in any sort of fashion their edge lords 100%. Like no they're not. They just like the fucking armor. Most of them just like the armor. The other ones understand what the ideology bet- uh, of the Enclave is. I don't I don't really like the Enclave simply for the fact that, you know, down with the old order, in with the new. That's basically mm-hmm. how I played Fallout 3. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry guys, old America fucked up, and you're being led by a robot. Lions hasn't tried to kill me out the gate, so I got that going for me. Um, But on top of that, the new car system, yes, there are cars in this mod, is broken. The AI is fucky. There are times where people got caught not being able to progress the storyline because it just didn't want to exist. The Enclave 
is on the fucking moon. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but they're on the fucking moon. By the way, with the cars, I've I've seen footage of what that is like, and and the physics are broken. The physics are completely broken. I understand that being ambitious will pay off, but being ambitious and prepared and playtesting your shit 100% of the way pays off hardcore in the long run. CD Projekt Red. CD Projekt Red. But here's the thing. People aren't getting, I mean, people are getting mad about the controversy between the, oh, like, with the dev team, with Zoo, all this stuff. But they're also, but this is just, this is literally the thin layer on top of this shit cake. Because not only do you have not working bullshit, the cutscenes, cutscenes in a Fallout game, no. These cutscenes last for two minutes, you cannot skip them. Seriously? You cannot skip them. Oh, that's the biggest load of horseshit in a in it. Oh, people no. are saying that the NCR storyline is literally just Call of Duty. There is no RPG. There is just G in this game. Um they're saying that sometimes the puzzles won't work because the graphics engine just doesn't want to keep up with it. Um the boss fights for the NCR thing is literally just it is not what you would expect from a Fallout game. When I'm thinking of final boss fights for for Fallout games, especially with New Vegas Dead Money, you have to use your brain hole. You have to brain in order to win this fight. You are taking out your gun. Yeah. And you are you are beating this game your way. 100%. Hoover Dam 100% you can beat you can basically beat the final boss in any way that you want. Um your choices matter by the way in the base game. Dead money, you can get all of the gold bars from the vault and then sneak out without anyone ever noticing you. That's fucking cool. But at the same time when you get into this mod the two boss fights that I saw have phases, and they weren't Fallout boss fights. They were this stupid, shitty, uh, you would expect this from a low-quality FPS game in the 90s, where platforms are falling all over the place, oh, you can't damage the boss at this point in the game because you have to go and fight enemies outside. Um, I, was watching an, I was watching a guy's highlight stream when he was fighting the final boss, in uh, in the Frontier game, he fell into a small puddle. He could not get out of the small puddle because the platforms were literally just inches too high for him to jump out and get it and, and, and get onto solid ground to keep the fight going. He got trapped in a boss room where he couldn't damage. He could see the boss. He was right next to the boss, but he couldn't damage it because he had to kill the enemies outside. Are you kidding me? There is no way that you can get outside of that room unless you kill all of the enemies, which are on the other side of the room. Essential NPCs to progress the storyline, you they can be killed. And normally in that sort of and in New Vegas, when you kill an NPC, you fail all the quests that they would be giving you 
or that they were a part of. Like, okay, well, yeah, that's a thing. <clears throat> but the quests keep going, and you will get stuck in a cutscene because the essential NPC is dead. So it sounds like what happened is the result of people with high ambitions biting more than they can chew. And on top of that, the writers would not talk to one another about what they're doing. No. So the, that communication was gone. The communication that is key in any development, in, in the development of anything, whether it be video games, movies, uh, business projects, anything, gone. The main writer for the NCR storyline refused to talk to anyone, refused to get help to work on this storyline, and would treat any sort of criticism with volatile hostility. This is not who you want working on a game that is this ambitious. Yeah. He failed the dev team. Like, this is this is bullshit. And 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 then you know what you know what they did to piss off people even more? Mm -hmm. They doubled down on the bullshit. Says this is a free mod. You guys should be you guys should be groveling. You should be happy that we did this for you. Yeah. We're not happy that you did this. You Thanks, I hate this. it. Yeah, you hype this up to God knows how much, uh, to God knows how big, and now you're reaping the rewards you've you've earned. Like, yes, technically, this mod is pretty fucking cool. Mm -hmm. We'll overlook the fact that you grabbed a lot of these game, like a lot of these gun noises from other games. The Snake People are Unity. Are Unity engine models. Okay, fine. I can overlook Unity it. Unity engine models? Yeah, I can I can overlook it. Sure. I'm gonna overlook it. But at the same time, do not act high and mighty just because people aren't liking your game. Because all that does is get you into even bigger shit. Anything you put out there it is gonna have room for scrutiny. Yes. You don't even have to set that room. It's supposed to be there in the first place. Yeah. You go into that room and you take that criticism. You take your lumps. But people have genuine criticisms about this. People who love the lore of Fallout, they and, and, and you tag it as a lore-friendly mod, and they don't see any lore-friendly bullshit going on, they're going to get mad. People that play it for the RPG experience, the role-playing game experience... They're going to get mad at you because there's no role play. Your actions don't have consequences. You are going through a linear storyline. Why did you do this in a game where choices actually do matter? Yeah. We, when we get into a mod that is, that is advertising itself as being lore friendly, we're doing so because we want more, more of what feels like direct content of this game that we like. Yes. So if I want if I want a lore friendly Skyrim mod that expands the storyline or expands the uh, gameplay to add hours of adventure, then I I do expect it to have some standards so that way I can feel more immersed in this game. Yeah. Did the did the game have voice acting in it? The game did have voice acting in it. Okay. It ranged from mediocre to pretty all right. 
Um, in one of the videos that I was that I was watching, the guy who uh, who who was first initially brought in to be one of the main villains, well, the main Legion characters, he dropped out, and the guy that they brought, well, they dropped out, but they brought another guy in who sounds much more legiony than he did sounded much more villainous in a sense but it's just on top of the technical issues on top of the bad rep that they already get that they have given themselves they just could not stop hounding this guy because he was just he gave them hard questions and they didn't like the fact that no one liked their mod that was coming out You, I don't know, I, I don't know, it just, God, it just did not feel good Yeah, to see this happen. And so, where, where is the mod right now? I know so, the answer for this, yeah, but. Okay, so, on the Nexus mod, on, on the Nexus mod page for New Vegas, you will see it. But it has been completely taken off. You cannot download this mod whatsoever unless you have somebody unless you have somebody else that has the original. Um, it is advertised on Steam, by the way. But you can't download it. You can know it exists. You, you just can't play you it. You know it exists because what they're doing is that they were removing everything that Zoo the Skunk has worked on, and they are putting it in. The, from what I am understanding, they are revamping the entire NCR storyline and getting rid of art assets and replacing them with something else. Yep. I am pretty sure they are going to get rid of the entire lizard people thing, replace them with something else. Hopefully From the with just Oh, God. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's just fucking humans yeah. that are just cosplaying as snakes, which will be just fine. If it's just raiders that are pretending to be snakes, fine, fuck it. I'll sure. accept it. Okay. I've yeah. seen weirder shit. Yeah, yeah. Sky is the limit for the raiders. Yeah, right. But it's just... I really, really, really hope that they understand why people got volatile when it came down to this game. I think that deep down they'll understand why, but I don't think they're going to admit it. They'll understand why, they won't admit it, and I guarantee you they're going to double down on bullshit. They're going to put some sort of fucking snarky comment in the fucking game, and it's going to drive people up the fucking wall to the point where it's like, no, we're not playing your game anymore. Well, I mean, speaking of the the doubling down, like, talk about the damage control. I've seen some, some footage of discussion on what this has been like. Apparently, 4chan raided their Discord. 4chan did, yeah, like I said before, the V-board on 4chan was up in a... They they were gathering arms. They were gathering people in arms to go on a raid on their Discord channel. Um, I'm pretty sure Sneed's feed, uh, Feed and Seed came up multiple times. Oh, which, yeah. are ba- which are basically people who really wanted to play as the Enclave, which is, you know, I, I at some point you got to say to yourself, it's I want I want to see the p- point of, I want to see the point of view from from the villain side at some point. Yeah, but it's just people got angry, people started looking for answers, P- 
people found really disgusting answers, the more the more people had the original mod and actually started playing through it, the more they got really pissed off. Uh, for instance, the whole sexual deviancy thing, that one little thing that we saw from the death claw, uh, death claw up there. Yeah, yeah. It didn't just stop at the, it. It didn't just stop there. There's smelly feet from a oh, almost yeah. barely legal teenager. <laughs> the V board had a role with that. Yeah, uh, child sex <laughs> slaves, uh, underage, uh, uh, alluding to underage sex, bestiality. I think was a part of that. It's just this was a sexual deviance dream. But goddamn, for anyone else that that has an iota of decency, no, they would never. Yeah, they, yeah th- this this game really started getting certain people uncomfortable. And we're not talking about deviancy as in like shit we don't like. We're talking about like harmful shit. Yeah, like this is this is where you start saying to yourself, "This is getting really fucking strange." Yeah. Let's just put it at that. It, and it's just. I guarantee you half of that shit they knew about and we're going to try and cover up. But the only reason that they started acting like this is so that way they could kind of get people to think, oh, well, it's only just the one guy. And and then all of a sudden the YouTube video started coming out. I'm pretty sure that if they knew that all these YouTube videos were going to come out, they would have pulled them out even sooner. Yeah, they were caught with their pants down. They were caught with their pants down. They didn't like it. And now they're mooning us out of spite. Yep. Is how I is how I heard one guy say it. They're mooning us out of spite because they knew for a fact that they got fucked. Yep. What do you think is going to happen from here for the mod? I'm pretty sure that mod is no longer going to be accessible. They're saying that they're going to be working on it, but I guarantee you, with all of this bad press, they would not. They wouldn't dare trying to put it out again. The damage is done. It is a shambling mound of bad and corpses. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there are people that don't want to be associated with this mod, and they're going to be asking the development team to strip their name from the credits, take out all of their resources, and no, you're on your own. Find someone else. All those years of work. Seven years. Seven years for smelly feet and waddle. (laughs) One of the main evil villains that was supposed to be menacing and terrifying waddled at you. If you don't believe me, you can look it up. (laughs) If you don't believe me, you can look up the waddle for the frontier. I believe you. So let's go ahead and get to uh, a final part of this discussion here. Um, Cowboys Propaganda asks, what are some things you think Fallout New Vegas did right that Cyberpunk 2077 could learn from? Hmm... You've had your hand at both of them. I have had my hand at both of them. Let's see here. So what I like from Cyberpunk 2077 is the gunplay. All the guns act differently. They act distinctive. Uh, they, 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 they feel distinct enough to the point where it's like, I want to, in, like I right now for my, again, Netrunner character, I have a silenced revolver. Yeah. I've put all of my points into stealth. Because I think that it's just super cool. I feel like thinking of myself as a cyber ninja because I also have mantis claws, which are basically giant swords that come at like my 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 forearms disappear and they become sword. 
and it's super cool looking. Okay, what is this about? Like what Fallout New Vegas is doing better than Cyberpunk did, though. God, I would say, hmm, it feels like there's more to do in New Vegas. For instance, gambling. Okay, gambling's a thing. Uh, I really wish that news reports would report on, like, big story missions that are about to happen. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because, like, it's it's one of the big ones. Does New Vegas feel more focused than Cyberpunk 2077 did? It does to a certain... I mean, well, okay, I wouldn't say a certain point. But I will say that I enjoy the story for New Vegas a little bit more. It's not more focused. Cyberpunk 2077 has that focus there as well. Yeah. But at the same time, golly mighty, how 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 do I want to say this without sounding really fucking dumb? <laughs> because the reason why I liked it is because your actions have consequences. Right. Right now, I don't know what the consequences are. But the game, like right now, I'm on a site. I'm I'm on a big side quest that is basically next to a storyline mission, where it's like, if you betray a certain faction, they will become more hostile to you. Like one hundred percent. Like I I've noticed that multiple times where it's like, you know, shit. I probably shouldn't have picked this option. Yeah. Because Oh man, if I stay in this certain area for too long, yes indeed, there it would there will be a kill squad that just pops up out of nowhere. Um I really wish that Cyberpunk 2077 had more customization. I wish that it let me interact with people a little bit more. I wish that Cyberpunk 2077 was much more mm, was much more role play than just game. Right. Okay. I do like how Obsidian handles role playing. Yes. Uh right now there's not a lot of customization to do with your guns in in twenty seventy seven. I understand why that's probably not gonna be a thing, because after a while it's like too many options in a certain video game just becomes a little bit weird for me. Uh, New Vegas handles it a little bit better. Like no matter what mod you put on there, it will be better than the. It will be better than just playing with a stock gun. Um. God, what? I I will say this though. Twenty seventy seven has a lot more clothing options and armor options armor options it has a lot more ways for you to actually play well it, it it has the same amount of ways that you can play with new vegas um so for instance both in new vegas and 2077 you can play as a guy that just go, goes in fucking bats a blazing like you got yourself a baseball bat i'm gonna get me mallet now and i'm gonna go in both games have stealth options both games have really fun gunplay um, I do wish that there was a companion system for 2077. There are a lot of different side characters that I feel like you should be able to hang around with. I wish that Johnny Silverhand wasn't just a side character that is just in your head. 
spoilers. You'll get it soon. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. But companions, more role play options, more customization options, 2077, golden fucking arms. Sorry, I got upset. Uh, and just all in all, I want to be able to feel like I am a citizen of Night City. I I can understand that. And in New Vegas, you can have that sort of feeling. Like, you are a courier. Like, okay, that's kind of cool. You can be a courier. You can be, like, kind of a a, a mercenary dude. You can be uh, a part of the Legion. You can be part of the Brotherhood. You can, you can even, to a certain extent, be a part of the Enclave. If you've, I mean, oh, no, spoiler alert for a God knows how old game at this point. But yeah. yeah, one of the characters, Arcade, is part of the Enclave Remnant. He believed in in trying to bring back the old order of things, but he didn't agree with what, you know, the Enclave was doing before. He just wanted to help the people and bring back order. That's all there was to it. He's not an evil person. He just wants to help people. And he left, he left the Enclave because it's like, what am I going to do now? Like... Half the enclave in the fucking East and West Coast are a bunch of dumbasses trying to blow up America. And I just want to help people. I would say that um, Obsidian did not fall too heavily into a trap of being overly ambitious. Because that is what I think was the biggest downfall regarding Cyberpunk 2077. And... Um, like CD Projekt Red has always been ambitious. They were for the the Witcher games. Uh, they they especially were for The Witcher Three, and it worked out. It really worked out. Uh, I, I didn't even have much of a buggy release at all when it first came out. Like it worked just fine when I got it. Yeah. But all of a sudden, Cyberpunk comes out, and it's and it's a gigantic mess. And I think that so much of this has to do with the ambition that they had for this title. And yeah, like there was a, there was a gigantic lack of quality control. This is not to say that Fallout New Vegas does not have its bugs or things that it, you know, could use some fixing. Like we're talking about a Bethesda release. It is, it is going to have that. And, and Obsidian, while they make fantastic games, they're not going to be perfect either. But at the same time, I think Obsidian knows how to keep things much more in line for their planning and execution. Yeah. And go, go, going going back to like the whole cyberpunk thing. This is my big wish list. I really wish that in the next update that they ever do for this game, like a major update, you can join a gang and be a part of gang warfare. Because that would be fucking awesome. That would yeah, like the 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 sky is the fucking limit with this game. There are so many things I want to see in Cyberpunk. Now that I really start thinking about it, damn you, boss! <laughs> How dare you, cowboy? Give me all of these like good ideas that I want to that I want to have in this already really fun <laughs> game. I want to join a gang. I want to join the Valentinos. I want to fight against this, um, six street gangs. I want to fight against the fucking scavers. I want to. 
I, I want all of these things. I want to gamble. I want to play fucking bones on the goddamn sidewalk with my gang members. I want to start a gang. I want to do all of these different things now. God damn it. Why do you want me to play this fucking game more and more? Uh, <laughs> there's so much they could be adding into this game. And I hope that they do. Yeah, me too. I really hope that they do. And like I, I want Cyberpunk to be successful. I do too. It's 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 a fantastic game. It has a lot of potential. It's just that I'm going to give it time. Well, if you can pick if you can pick it up on sale anywhere anywhere that you can, give them your money, tell them what you want, like just send emails to them. They'll listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also saying, uh, seems like Cyberpunk could, ha- could have learned from Grand Theft Auto as well. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that's more of a fair comparison than Fallout New Vegas, at least. Yeah. Because uh, you can actually see footage comparing the physics and and the way that characters interact with each other between a Grand Theft Auto game that is like, what twelve, like twelve or thirteen years old? That still holds to up cyber- to this day. Yeah, to cyberpunk. Now, I will say this: GTA Five has a lot going for it because it it picks up from older. I mean, it, it it picks up from everything that was successful of the previous four games. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is a whole different beast. I will still say that they should have picked up a good amount of stuff from GTA and brought it in. But again, what would translate over? Like, I know the graphics are amazing, the the, the physics are amazing, and all that sort of stuff, but at the same time, this is CG Project Red. They don't have the same they don't have the same R and D comp like R and D department, I think. This is their first major foray into the sci-fi way of RPGs. We haven't seen a cyberpunk game in God knows how long. Shadowrun mm-hmm. wasn't exactly the greatest when it first came out. Yeah. But it's just... I want more for the game. Let's just put it at that. Yeah. And I think it will. But, I mean, going back into Frontier, again, seven years should be enough time to test uh, to to actually hire play testers to play your mod iron out the bugs do some extra tweaking add some extra shit do background checks on your fucking employees and i i guarantee you if they would have done all of those things they would have had a much better and more successful release for their mod Absolutely. But instead, they didn't do this. They fucked up. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and uh, conclude the episode then. Now, uh, Real Maddox is asking, why background checks on employees? Well, I mean, again, (laughs) the guy turns out to be a fucking pedophile, and he's your main art director. Do you think the internet would have, like, just said, I I don't know any of these people, I'm just going to leave it alone? No. And I guarantee you, again that this dev team probably knew about it. <laughs> he says, point taken. <laughs> this like, is why we are objectively the best pod- <laughs> best gaming podcast and, out there. And, 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 like, objectively. That, that, that was my first fucking thing like, that entered my mind. 
his Twitter handle, his fucking like <laughs> his forum name is the same fucking thing. And all of a sudden you look at this and like a, a simple fucking Google search would have brought this up. <laughs> like just Google search the man's name. Or Chan V, private eye. <laughs> we'll Google. figure out we'll figure out what happened to your husband, ma'am. <laughs> we'll figure out what happened to your fucking husband. One tab is a Google search with Zoo the Skunk. Fifteen other tabs of lewd hand-holding Samus butt fetish. <laughs> like, what do you want? <laughs> Next. They do this on their own fucking time. Porn is their real motive here. <laughs> what do you think we're doing with uh, Resident Evil 8? <laughs> Mommy milkers, please kill me and stab me. You should know... No, you're supposed to be afraid of me and my daughters. Let me slap that ass, please. Step on me. Sit on my face. No, this is supposed to be a horror game. Ha <laughs> ha. Boobies go boop. <laughs> I fucking love V, man. I fucking love V. Oh, God. All right. So let's go ahead and conclude the episode here. If uh, if you like what we do, subscribe. Get this episode shared, get people listening, and help spread the word of what we do as objectively the best gaming podcast out there. And we also want to give a special thanks to Olivia, who is our current only Orc War Chief. Olivia, if you have something that you want to share on this on this show, uh, let us know. Give us a link, a video, whatever it is, and we'll definitely be able to do so on the uh, the next episode or in the future. So... Patreon.com slash Arrogant Media. And uh, let's see here. I can't wait to see what Capcom does with these uh, with these fan service opportunities. They're going to fucking run with it. Yeah, yeah, they are. But uh, anyways, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, fall damage. Okay. Just watch this one. Just get on like actually start Yeah. It's such a my 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 blood I could feel myself getting fucking frustrated for this guy. If you get on the Fallout mods, like like for Frontier, get on mm-hmm. YouTube when you can. There's a 24-minute video showing this one guy trying to beat the mod and him. Three times rage quitting because the mod just breaks. He had to use God mode. He had to use no clip. He had to use all of these different things because the mod just keeps breaking. Mm -hmm. And that mod loves just having cutscenes with no dialogue. No information, just panning shots, just zoom outs, just zoom outs. You should be feeling bad because there's a lot of dead people on the ground right now. Well, this cutscene's about a fucking minute long and nothing's happening, so let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start increasing the game's, uh, the game's uh, time right now. Let's go. Let's go. And the guy thought that he had lost the game because he got strung up on a cross. His character actually got strung up on a cross. Then he had to play as another character to free his character. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. 
uh, I'm going to go ahead and end the stream here. Guys, thank you for coming in. We'll see you next time. Bye, friends.